When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Welcome back. It's TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, the start of our 8 o'clock hour, 834 in St. Louis. Timothy Michael McCurdy, Douglas Sullivan, Vaughn, the Plowhawk, and Jackson Burkett with you here on the program. Ken Strode uh, has a uh, first quarter meeting mm-hmm. with the uh, Hubbard Corporate on uh, how the Cincinnati market, I think, is doing. Think. There's always some paperwork to be done, some loose ends to tie up from the weekend, probably. <laughs> Get your financials in order. <laughs> Uh, the O'Fallon possum is sent in a TikTok link. Jackson, let me know how that is. I'm you sorry. Send TikTok links into the text inbox. I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I just got back from editing the show. What's up? What are you editing? Well, I was getting the podcast ready, and I guess I took a little too long. Oh, sorry. I didn't even know what we were talking about up to three seconds ago. Okay, hey guys, is it weird for Taylor to win album of the year for Midnight's, but it was released in 2022? Thanks. That's from the 314. Whatever she does, she wins. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. She will win. And that album she teased could be just her playing the banjo, which she doesn't know how to play, for oh. two hours, and she would win. Country album. You know what else I, I, I didn't like about this show was the way they handled the uh, artists and people in the business who had died the year before. That was way awkward. And it's too much emphasis on the performer singing the song at the time instead of honoring the people that have died. They'd have a tiny little picture of someone way in the background and have somebody singing a crazy song or something. That, that's the time you're supposed to honor those who have, who have passed away, right? It was a terrible, terrible segment. I thought it was just horribly done. It was. Well, first of all, um, I get Tony Bennett, but the, the, the one guy that uh, is it John Batiste. Yeah. I don't even know who that guy was. He's known for finding uh, Billy Samples. That's it? I don't know. And they spent 10 minutes on that? Yeah. And they give Jimmy Buffett two seconds? Right. Hey, well, Jimmy Buffett's bigger than Tony Bennett, wasn't he? No. Well, in recent uh, years, he was. Yeah. Tony Bennett, maybe 50 years ago. I, I think and, Jimmy Buffett's bigger than Tony Bennett. Did you Bennett? bring Oprah Winfrey out to just let everybody know that she was friends with Tina Turner? Kind of. Yeah. Well, other than that, we enjoyed the show. And then it just started popping people up there, and, well, they're singing to somebody else. I just thought it was terrible. Just remember, it shows in the past at the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, some of the memorial things they've done have really been touching and very well done and poignant. Made you remember these old performers. But the one last night was just awful. 
It was just terrible. Yeah, I agree. I saw that. I said, this is just terrible. Oh, well. Just play a piano and just put people up there. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga probably should have done Tony Bennett, but... Yeah, yeah. She was closer to him than uh, Stevie Wonder. Probably I think. not. Probably not, <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. didn't she have it going concerts with Tony Bennett? I <laughs> said... Did you oh, yeah. see this clip? I'm not for sure. It was Stevie Wonder and Mariah Carey. Apparently, Mariah Carey won this award, a lifetime achievement or something. And when whenever like Stevie Wonder had like hands an award to people, usually people like hold him and like mm-hmm. guide him to like next to her or him on the mic. She didn't do that. She just kind of walked past them and grabbed the award from him. <laughs> He's like standing off. Like, not really knowing, no offense, where he's at or, like, yeah. where the stage is. And it was kind of sad but also kind of mm-hmm. funny that she just just kind of stiff-armed Stevie Wonder to get to the podium. And he was <laughs> kind of just waiting in the background. He didn't for sure where he was at. Well, he handles himself so well. He is amazing. That you, you forget that he has any kind of disability He's unbelievable. The fact he's still alive and kicking and yeah. performing, performing is insane. Well. Yeah. And half that tribute. I thought that clip was super funny. And half that tribute, Tony Bennett sang. Mm-hmm. Um... I will say, speaking of Stevie Wonder, uh, now he's like uh, giving our listeners uh, things to watch. I watched over the weekend, The Greatest Night of Pop. Yeah, we watched that this weekend, man. God, it was so good. I thought it was really good, too. Yeah. But there's one point where Quincy Jones said, uh, or one of the one of the performers said, the funniest thing was um, Ray Charles, when there was a break in the rehearsal, Ray Charles said, I got to go to the bathroom. Stevie Wonder said, come on, I'll show you where it is. And somebody turned around and said, that really is the blind leading the blind. (laughs) (laughs) And then I watched the, after that, I watched the Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix. It was also fascinating. So there's there's two recommendations, right? The Quincy Jones. And Tim, you might like this one. Uh, Frank Sinatra in Palm Springs. Chairman of the board, Doug. He built a house for JFK to stay there. And then he Last went, time I was in Palm Springs, I went to a club yeah. called the Buggy Whip. Yeah. And then he got cucked by Bing Crosby. Bing um, Crosby cucked the president. No, he, oh, he cucked Tuck Sinatra because Sinatra. he said, I'm not staying there. I'm going to stay with Bing Crosby. Um, but I told you about the one um, Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack, the filming of uh, Ocean's Love and behind the scenes. But there's another one, just Frank Sinatra, his like 40 a, years in uh, Palm Springs. Here, like a bear. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. It just talks about his time in Palm Springs and how everybody knew him and how he hung around in Palm Springs, went to all the restaurants and all the people, some of the people still own these restaurants, talked about him coming in, and it's really a good one. So there's... The buggy whip in Palm Springs. Uh, Last time I was there, I went home with a guy named Jose. Sure you did. I didn't see the buggy whip on there, though. Uh, uh, he went to some place. The hit the <laughs> I saw some whip. places. I didn't see the buggy whip, though. Uh, a big old fan it. disagrees with you. That's surprising. Plowhawk, he hasn't taken you up on the offer to play in the Fan Page Club Championship yet. Uh, says, really? I didn't think it was much to it. I liked the first 45 minutes. The actual part of them recording I found boring, but it was okay. It's from big old fan. Like so whose recommendation do we take seriously? I started watching it. I got through 20 minutes and I got interrupted, but it was pretty good. What is it on? About, are you talking about the We Are the World thing? Yeah. 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 I guess that's what big old fans talk about. It's you on Netflix? Three different recommendations. Uh, yes, it's on Netflix. Plot. Yeah, I don't, mm. I, I don't, I can't pirate that one. So <laughs> <laughs> you like the first 45 minutes of it, but not the recording of it, okay? Now you're frustrated with him. <laughs> No, he just disagrees with everything because it can be the best thing ever, and he's going to say he didn't like it. Okay. He won worst texture of the year in 2023. Yeah, there's a reason for that. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought it was really good, and I was kind of I was I was watching it with my wife, and for the first ten or fifteen minutes, I was a bit distracted working on something else Friday night, and uh, then I was able to lock in for the rest of my man. That was it was really well done. I mean, some of it was just from, and I have zero musical skills, but I admiration because I have zero musical skills for musicians and the fact that because when you look back on it and and the caliber of the artists who and I'm not talking about the the shot of the group which I guess 70 or 80 people are in and some of the famous ones are famous for why are they there like Dan Aykroyd and Latoya Jackson but I think all the Jacksons were there and that was obviously Michael taking care of the family and Quincy Jones and his relationship with the family but there are those breaks with the solos, for lack of a better term, and you just have people doing individual lines. And, and Huey Lewis, while certainly a star in that moment, I didn't realize that he, he replaced Prince. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Either. They were trying to get Prince there, and Prince didn't want to be there. I guess he's felt uncomfortable, according to Sheila E., with a large group of people, and so he just wanted to do a guitar solo in a separate room. Um, and so Huey Lewis replaced Prince, and that's a, you know, nothing against Huey Lewis, but, I mean, Prince is up here, and Huey Lewis is there, and then how he handled that. And then I think one of the more famous parts of that song is Cindy Lauper and how he had to, like, bring in a... He was harmonizing with Cindy Lauper and Kim Carnes. What a What a... Kim Carnes is famous for the raspy voice, and mm-hmm. Cindy Lauper for going up high in those octaves. And but to, to their credit, made it work. The, the, the best part I thought was the fact that Al Jarreau, Doug, you remember Al Jarreau sure. was so intoxicated they were worried he wasn't going to be able to do his line. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just, he kept asking for another bottle of wine, please. <laughs> this was in the, wasn't this done in the morning? It was done. They got there at about uh, ten L.A. time after the American Music Awards in '85. And they didn't leave until around 7 the next morning. Yeah. And so Al Jarreau was like in celebration mode because they were all like on this high from all these people being in the same room. And Al Jarreau got a little intoxicated. And so he kept having to do his line over and over again. And as you can imagine, some of these people are getting a little frustrated with how long it was taking. And uh, and the fact that Al Jarreau couldn't get his line out because yeah. he was intoxicated. One of the best singers in the world can't sing one line. Can't get, a, can't, can't get one line right. He kept forgetting it. And he had to do something. He was working with Dionne Warwick and Willie Nelson. And he couldn't get his line out. And you could tell, like, I mean, Steve Perry has one of the most, still to this day, I think people would say one of the greatest vocal abilities ever. And they kind of cut away and he's over there just like in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> and who was it that decided we need to sing something in Swahili? Uh, that was Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, and, they and then Michael Jackson it. came up with something that would have made it terrible too, and nobody wanted to say anything because it was Michael Jackson at the height of his power. And Smokey Robinson's like, man, I'd known him since he was ten, and I knew nobody else was going to say anything, so I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> so they got away from it. It really is. I thought it was really it good. Is. I like how Whalen Jennings had having enough. Yeah, of this. Whalen he just Jennings just bolted out. in the middle of it. He had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of this. See so. you. Yeah, I saw the look on uh, Tina Turner's face. I could tell she had about enough, too. Yeah, and Sheila, he walked out because she said, I think they just wanted me to try and get Prince here. They didn't really need me, so she left. Uh, I like the World War II, Doc, so I don't uh, dis- always disagree with you, Iggy. I mean, expect that Churchill, the man he pretty much saved Europe, was a war criminal, but it was still good. That's from Big Old Fan. Well, why don't you go read some articles, buddy? No, it's not for everybody, but... 
I know you tend to disagree with me, so but you said you enjoyed the first 45 minutes. It was only like an hour and 15 minutes long, so you enjoyed more than half of it. <laughs> uh, we watched it Friday, and I had no idea how all that went down. Completely fascinated by the breakdown of the song and that they all stayed overnight to construct the song. One of the best things I've watched in a while. It's from Stepdad Gary. I really oh. enjoyed it. It's kind of like when I watched Air uh, about uh, Jordan and Nike, and I was just like, oh, I'll put it on. And I'm like, damn, I thought that was really good. I mean, maybe it's because my expectations were low, but I thought it was good. I'll watch that again. I'll probably watch the We Are the World thing again. So, yeah, I, I second your recommendation. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I really do. Uh, let's see. Portnoy has the same take Doug did, media moguls. It's from Todd Reesing. I'm not and sure Doug, what that means. Doug's had a few takes this morning, so again, Medium you need moles. to be more precise. I'm not sure Doug, what what's your take. Was. I'm not sure. Yes, I enjoyed the first 20 minutes. I just got distracted and had to eat dinner or something. I usually watch the whole thing. Then the Grammys came on. And that was your take? Portnoy also got distracted? <laughs> it could have been. Because the first 20 or 30 minutes was, I don't think it was 30 minutes, but the first 15, 20 minutes was basically uh, just talking about how it all came about. And the logistics of getting everybody there and, mm. um, you know, how are we going to do this? How are they going to get there? We need to do it after the AMAs. Here's who I want. Things like that. The guy who put it all together, I forgot his name, the record producer. Um, Cragen? Cragen, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's the one that put this all together. And, and just him trying to get, okay, who do we want? He's got his secretary writing all these names down. We want this. Then they got to put together who's going to sing solos and Quincy Jones and then they get into the studio and do it all. So mm-hmm. first first 30 minutes was basically the logistics of it. Then you saw all the celebrities come in. And talking about Michael Jackson's snake that scared yeah. uh, <laughs> Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, yeah, while he was writing. Play with bubbles. Did you, did Play you, with bubbles. Did you know that there was uh, We Are the World in 2010? No. Uh-uh. Did anybody know this? They, they made another one? They did. Must not have been very good. Does anybody know before Jackson? I know that you'd have been twelve. So yeah, I remember it vaguely, but I don't remember much of who was involved or what they were singing and stuff. I so they never show the video, and after you're done watching it, I, my natural curiosity was, well, let me go back and watch this video that I haven't watched, and God only knows how long, and see how it all came together after watching the the movie on it. And then there's a We Are the World 25. I'm like, what the hell's We Are the World 25? So they did one in 2010. Uh, Doug, as you would expect, Bab Streisand's in there. Oh, is she? And she's also working with T-Pain. And at the end, Snoop Dogg and LL Cool J rap, and oh, T-Pain Lord. does auto-tune. Oh, <laughs> God. T-Pain's awesome. I no, don't wonder, it. no one heard it. T-Pain's great. T-Pain's great yeah, take. Where did that money go? T-Pain, watch T-Pain covers from a couple weeks ago. His voice is immaculate. He did the auto-tune thing because it sounded cool, but his voice is legitimately outstanding. Okay. I will, I will, I will white knight for T Pain. Oh, will you really? <laughs> Did they say where that money went? Haiti. This is the Haiti? Haiti earthquake. after the, uh, I guess, the earthquake or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made another one for the Haiti earthquake. Straight banger B. That's from Little Tommy Trippins out there. Of course, okay. it's before his time. He's five and rides yeah. a trike. Todd Reesing says this. Oh, I guess it's a screenshot of Dave Portnoy's take. What was this? On take? what? I. <laughs> I'm reading it. I just watched the We Are the World doc on Netflix. I'm going to need an entirely new doc on how Dan Aykroyd got the invite. Yeah, You had a Dan Aykroyd take? Yeah. Last week or the week before, I wondered, all, all these great singers, and, and Dan Aykroyd is in the middle of it? That's one of the more bizarre parts of the whole thing. I think it's because he was also represented by Cragen. 
Oh, is that I right? I think he was one of, at least that's what I took from the first couple of minutes. They went through the list of people that they represented, and he was one of the big stars at the time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there were there was somebody else in there, too, that I don't understand why they were in there. LaToya. I didn't even see her. She, no, she's in the very front, there was somebody front else right, in wearing there. yellow. Yeah. But Ken, like the Jackson brothers, like Randy, Marlin, and like they're, yeah. they're, they're kind of right by LaToya. Yeah. Janet's not in it there, though. Must have been doing different strokes. Now, Lindsey Buckingham was there, but no Stevie Nicks, which is kind of odd because, you know, Fleetwood Mac, in their heyday, it was basically Stevie Nicks. Nobody thought of Lindsey Buckingham, but he was there. Um, there was somebody else. Oh, Kenny Loggins played a big part in the docu. He was interviewed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He's been to Brio. Yeah, he has. He has? <laughs> I think he probably got... Equity yeah. that. Uh, we so like, is Lionel Richie, by the way. Yeah. We like when Iggy is feeling neglected and has something unimportant to say while Tim is scrolling his phone. So he directs his general question or comment to Tim and Tim only, making everyone else wonder, is this guy erect for Tim and are we not allowed to comment? Thanks. That's from <laughs> Tilly Grundlehort, oh. Gus's wife. He's on the road today. Gus Grundlehort's on the wi- uh, road today, Doug. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm pretty sure Plowsy hasn't seen it yet. Jackson uh, no, was I out can't. of town, yeah, I can't pirate and him, Doug please. says he doesn't watch TV, so that's why I asked Tim if he'd seen it before. I've never said I don't watch TV. I don't even TV. think I said, I Tim, have you seen it? you guys do. <laughs> I don't think I started this by saying, Tim, have you seen the documentary? I just said, hey, I'll let me tell you about this doc I saw over the weekend. And don't say I, doc. And I said, it's how we are the world is made. I didn't say, Tim, did you see it? Don't slam <laughs> T-Pain. T-Pain has covers on YouTube right now that are fired. It's from Mr. Licks. Jackson and Mr. Licks are okay. one and the same. I know. Yeah. You know, a funny story about T-Pain, awesome. and I know this is widely known, but a few years ago he just realized that Twitter had direct messages, and it has a video of him going through the messages he'd missed over the years and how many covers of song that he has missed because he has not responded to his direct messages, whether it be Twitter or Instagram. I forgot what platform. But that, that's a really funny interview and funny story about why he was not doing a bunch of music. Everybody was trying to get a hold of him on social media, and he didn't know how to respond. I guess we should all check our direct messages. Not hilarious. Yeah, man, I bet we got ladies all over. Yeah. I check them every day because I usually get three or four. Oh, asking (laughs) you to cover songs? Yeah. What does T stand for? Tommy? What kind of direct messages are you getting? Tommy Payne? (laughs) What kind of direct messages are you getting, Iggy? Just get them all the time about various things. I like about what? appearing on, like, uh, Eminem. Well, let me see. Let me see what I got over the weekend. I don't know. All right, let's see what we got. Yeah, be a segment. Iggy's DMs. Wow. Get a sponsor don't Anything? do it. I have to bring it up. Okay. Don't well, we don't have all day. It's only a three-hour show. I tons of things on my phone. The T stands for Tallahassee. 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 <laughs> That might be the best name ever. Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, I just figured out the best name ever. Shout out to Nate Tallahassee. Oh, Nate Tallahassee sent that in? Oh, no, no. But uh, yeah, shout out to him. Tallahassee Payne could be a biker bar. It could be a strip club. Horse. It could be a gang. Uh, you always like when listeners start texts with, um, yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Uh, Trout Pout, uh, who I thought was switching his name to uh, Taint McRae. Sometimes Tallahassee it takes, Payne oh, down the street. Uh, I still got to do it. To be um, yeah. <laughs> the Battlehawk schedule's now out. That's from Trout Pout slash Taint McRae. Doug, you want to go through the Battlehawk schedule? Uh, I think we should. Who are they playing this year? Well, you bring that up, I'll read a few. Um, after I posted uh, that I watched the, the Greatest Night in Pop, I highly recommend it. Somebody asked me, so you watch Greatest Night in Pop? 
I know I was lying. That was a direct message? This segment isn't going Hello, anywhere. Vivian? Ask me if I'd seen it. I would have brought some higher-tiered uh, messages to the table. <laughs> I, I accepted a guy's friend request, and it says, Hi, friend. How have you been? Don't know who you are. But uh, Man, This segment slaps. <laughs> Franny and Bob DM me to let me know they are coming to uh, St. Louis on May 28th and 29th. This is the worst sketch <laughs> And this is sales staff's going to be lining up, competing <laughs> to sell this. <laughs> I hope Yoke got in early. <laughs> um, hi, Iggy. That's just from Jake. <laughs> Hello, <it>? Vivian. <laughs> that was your direct message. Hi, Iggy. That's all I said. Hi, that Iggy. is a take. It's a strong take. It's one of the best takes ever. I mean, it wasn't a take. It was just a DM. Hi, Iggy. Okay. <laughs> Did you say hi back to him? <laughs> we need responses now. <laughs> yeah, we need I gave him a thumbs up. That's all. Uh, Jackson, why don't you give a thumbs up to Circa? I'd be happy to, Tim. Love to give a thumbs up to Circa, and you can give a thumbs up to Circa for the big game coming up on Sunday. We all like to make some money on this Chiefs-Niners game. You're thinking, oh, should I just bet the spread? Uh, Should I bet the over-under? Maybe some props? You can do that. You can do that with Circa Sports, which is now available in the great state of Illinois. Just download the app, and you can bet on that. You can also use the squares, the Circa Squares. Everyone who's played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers, but with Circa Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, you can choose your square and choose which number you get. Minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000. It's easier than ever. You heard that right. Minimum bet $1, max bet, I'm sorry, max payout $100,000. It's easier than ever. Download the Circa Sports app and place your Circa Square bets anywhere in Illinois. For more information, Visit CircusSports.com. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. When you feel like you don't have the energy or drive to keep up with your kids, well, that can be a symptom of low testosterone. Be the father, husband, and friend. You know you can be. It doesn't matter what age you are. Low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large, so if you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality online at lowtusa.com. That's Mentality at lowtusa.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Doug, you want the Battle Hawk schedule? Yes, please. You got it. Okay. Saturday, March 30th. 3 p.m., the Battle Hawks head to Michigan to take on the Panthers. No, oh, their place, huh? Okay. What are not that, that team called? The Panthers. I was hoping to get the, the Panthers, Panthers in our right. backyard because they're, they're a rough bunch up there. How many play. teams in this league? Six? Doug? I think eight. I think Fisher used to coach the Michigan Panthers last year. Oh, no. They'll go seven and nine. Yeah, <laughs> they'll just miss the playoffs. Not losers. Uh, then the home opener is Saturday, April 6th oh, good. at 7 p.m. They will go up against the Arlington Renegades. That's a rough bunch. They'll come here ready to go. Is that Bob Stoops' team? I don't know if that's Bob Stoops' team. I show prep ass. Had a couple things gone differently, <laughs> you know, the end of the game could have been different. <laughs> We're missing that. Get those gloves on for that. Team. So big day in St. Louis on uh, April 6th. 
Cardinals with a home game, one fifteen. Then you hang around, have some libations, mm-hmm. and then you head on over to the Dome to watch the Battle Hawks. Battle Hawks will get 30,000 fans probably. Yeah. That is Stoops' team, Arlington. Yeah. Uh, see, I did my show prep. What yeah, about the soccer come team? Ready. They playing that day too? Uh, let's see, Doug. Uh, are the, uh, the doggies playing that day? And maybe the Blues are in town too. That could be a big weekend in St. Louis. Oh, Bill. What about the Monta Truck Rally? Where do you fit that? Oh. You can't. <laughs> can't you put that in a North City? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is a home game at 7.30 for the Doggies against oh. Dallas. What about the Blues? That's probably a, a different crowd. Yeah, if the Blues are playing, you're going to need all kinds of traffic. You don't think there's a Venn diagram of Battlehawks really. in the city? What if the Billikens are playing in the NCAA championship game? Yeah, that that's night? not a bad... If the Blues are playing, I would say this is the first time four sporting events have taken place in St. Louis at the same night. Maybe five, right? Why would the Battlehawks want that on their schedule? Blues are in San Jose. Oh, terrible scheduling. Blues are in San Jose and do not have a Saturday home game in April until the Chalice playoffs get underway. Okay. Season doesn't end until uh, April 17th this year. That's a little later than normal. Yeah. Maybe some traffic cops in St. Louis that night. No, we don't have any of that. Let's see what else we got. Let's buy a piece of land down there and sell parking for 50 bucks. Right. Parking we got. Events to need parking, we don't have that so much. Uh, Battle Hawks then go to San Antonio on Sunday, April 14th. That's a 2 o'clock start. Yeah. That's Wade Phillips' team. Brahma's. Week 4, Doug. Uh, Memphis Showboats come to town, 11.30 start. Hmm. I like that nickname. And uh, Saturday morning. It's a Saturday morning game? That's a little odd. Wait, must... what's a Saturday morning game? <laughs> a battle hawk game? That's right, against the showboats. Is is like a, yeah, brunch and just head on over and have mimosas while you watch. Is football. that the night that there is a blues game or a cardinal game? Uh, are they trying to avoid? It's a good question. I got so many schedules to mm. juggle here. Okay. It's not the Cardinals are in town and they're playing at one fifteen that day. Yeah, Battlehawks play at eleven thirty in the morning, so there'll be some overlap there. Cardinals and Brewers. Yeah. The UFL not doing the Battlehawks any favors? No, they're not. They don't want us to succeed, Tim. They want to yeah. take the team out of here. It does seem that way. I'm trying to find a doggy schedule to see if they're playing on that day. This is not easy. Mm. No. But it is compelling. <laughs> Guy wanted us to read the schedule for doing it. Uh, no, that night uh, St. Louis heads over to Kansas City to okay. take on Sporting KC. I don't like that name. Sporting. I like the name Memphis Showboats. I don't like sporting Kansas City. How many City. games do they play? Play everybody once? Which one are we talking about now? Battlehawks. They play, is uh, there they seven play games? Uh, ten games. Yeah, they're playing somebody twice. A couple teams playing well, twice. Probably play the teams the in their division twice. And they play Arlington twice. So we're going to have some rivalries being made here in St. Louis. Yeah. Do we have any players yet? I haven't heard of a player. I know they have added players. Um, which ones? I don't know. Is Beck the coach again? These yeah. are all questions yeah. we need to answer. Yeah, we have to. a coach. Don't we don't have a quarterback. That they could had be a draft yet? We don't have any of these answers. Well, they start, and the season's right around the corner. Start in two months. They don't have any players. Well, We could ask Stully, but he hasn't gotten back to me. I guess he didn't like my response to, are you guys interested in the Battle Hawks? And I'm like, Response was in what way? Oh, another enemy! <laughs> Never got back to me. Another Yet another enemy. enemy. Man. 
Hey, guys, these drunk battle-lock Hoosiers would gladly start drinking at 8 a.m. on Sunday, drink all game, and then waddle over to Enterprise Center and keep drinking all night if the Blues were in town. That's from Big Tuft. That'd be a long waddle, <laughs> but you could do it. Easier to waddle to Bush Stadium. Tim, well, while I'm pumped, you are here today. Didn't I hear last week you were going to be gone this week? That's from B-Money. I must have misspoke because you thought I was not here today. I did. Oh. I knew. I Heard Thursday and Friday. Yeah, I'm out Thursday and Friday. Yeah, and then next week. Yeah. Yeah, then you're off the following week. Right, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. I heard correctly. Nice going, Iggy. Thank Good you. job, Ig. Oh, I listen. Star again. Star of yet another story. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, came in to rate this hijacking a zero out of ten, but then messages the messages were so bad and he's clearly so proud of him. I'll award the hijacking a one point five out of ten. Bully for you, boots, bully for you. That's from Colts beat writer Brian Hench. What am I, like. I proud of? You got some DMs. And it's actually you kill a little time while Tim was bringing up the schedule. That's how radio works, dumbass. Oh gosh. How radio works with Ken Strode. <laughs> Again, no one wants to sponsor a segment where you read DMs from the fan pagers demanding a 2 p.m. cooking show where you drown Susan Park carp and butter. Oh. That's some glove blocker Tom Trey. They got carp in Susan Park? They do, but I've never caught a carp there, and I don't cook carp. And I usually uh, saute my fish in olive oil, not butter. So hmm. thanks for watching, though. I was at Disney on Ice yesterday. It's amazing the amount of people who are slamming beers before noon at a kid's show. But, hey, <laughs> that's St. Charles for you. That's from Mr. Licks. Mm. Well, you got to do something if they don't want to be there. Was Disney on Ice in St. Charles at Family Arena? I don't even know Disney on Ice was still around. Yeah, it's still around. Oh, yeah. yeah. It usually does pretty well, Isn't too. Christy Yamaguchi? I don't think she's still doing it. Although she married a former blues player. Brett, yeah, she did. Brett Hedigan. Brett Hedigan. Yeah. Just a nice little tidbit to throw out there whenever I hear the name. St. Louis Yamaguchi. is just embedded in the culture and, like, any celebrities, kind of just two degrees away from St. Louis. I think it's so. a wonderful city. Yeah. Yeah. Trout Pout says, hmm, looking at the fan page and the TMA vacation schedule, and I don't see Tim's name on it. That's from Trout Pout. There's a vacation schedule on the TMA <laughs> fan page? I have one day. I know that. <laughs> no, it's probably filled with Lisa Ann stuff this morning. I'm a fan of Iggy. He is the greatest. That's from Dirty Chewbacca. How about How that? How about that? Thanks, buddy. I'm not the greatest, but thank you for the compliment. Well, who's that? the greatest? I am. Of what? Radio. Radio's this, radio. In this market? Yeah. Tim. Okay. I agree with that. Well, that was a good strike. He mm -hmm. caught that flush right in the sweet spot. <laughs> Uh, let's see what we got here. I guess I want to play this Francesa because it gets us ready for Radio Row, and it just popped into my feed. Plowhawk, I know it isn't on the fun with audio, but it is a tradition as we get ready for Radio Row Week, which I guess is being done from the Luxor. About oh, that, man. I bet you these media hoosiers. That's are where the about that's the media sloppy. hotel. The Luxor is directly on the other side of the interstate from the uh, Raiders Stadium, Allegiant. How many guys are going to come back employed, Doug? Oh, my God. <laughs> is that a nice one? No. It's not a nice one. It is probably right there with the Excalibur as far as the roughest ones go. I don't know if Circus Circus is still... Yeah, well, that's you just where they like... should have put them, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. And when you say rough, is that all relative? Is it still decent? It's just not... I mean, like I think you can stay or... there for, like... I mean, it depends, I suppose, what's going on in Las Vegas that week. Maybe it'd be expensive, but it's... Like a Holiday Inn or something? Oh, I think probably... 
lower than that. Hmm. Red Roof Inn? Let's see. That's where most of these people deserve to stay anyway. Mm -hmm. La Quintas. Hey, everybody. This is Jim and John. Our show from Des Moines, Iowa is going to be at the Super Bowl. And uh, Talking uh, Avocados now is joined by Marshall Falk. To talk avocados? <laughs> They're all promoting something. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how you do it. And then you spend 30 seconds on avocados, and then you get into his career and who he thinks right. is going to win the, the big game. I just typed in Luxor Hotel Issues, because I know that's becoming well-known. And then one of the t from Casino.org. What's with all the deaths at Luxor, Las Vegas? <laughs> oh. That's the title of the article. Is the Luxor Hotel sinking? <laughs> Run-down rooms with mold issues. Ugh. Like 30 that's a TripAdvisor review that anybody could... I had finally saved enough money to go on a vacation since my husband passed away. I've stayed in numerous hotels in Las Vegas and found the Luxor to be subpar. An hour and a half to check in on a Monday. Employees that treat me disrespectfully. I had a room in the pyramid. Had so much black mold in the air conditioning ducts, I got sick from it. They moved me to another room. The oh. carpet was filthy, but because I prepaid my vacation, no one wanted to give me a refund, and I was stuck there for four nights. Bought my own cleaning supplies and made sure I did not walk barefoot in the room. After three weeks of complaining, I was refunded two nights' stay of $99. So, Doug, it's about $49.50 a night. Gosh. That did not even cover the resort fees that I was charged. The pools were closed down for repairs. <laughs> With all the money at stake out there for a hotel like that, wouldn't it make sense to, to clean it up? I mean, aren't you sitting on a gold mine with any big hotel out there? I wonder what the casino looks like. How do they get anybody to stay there at all if you're that bad? I don't know. We went to, One of the first times I went to Vegas, my dad was bowling in a tournament, and we went, and we stayed at the showboat. Settleback. It's about like, to be sorry. You talk about a dump. Was it? The casino had like three three ta three crap tables and a couple of blackjack tables and a few slot machines. That was their that was their casino. It just seems like there's money everywhere in Las Vegas, um, by the billions of dollars, and just to own a hotel like that in the first place, you'd have to be loaded, well healed. Why wouldn't you take care of the place? Because you got Hoosier coming from St. Louis that <clears throat> do not care. Because yeah, Hoosiers for going to stay there for forty bucks a night. Is that all it is? And now they're making the media people stay there. Well, that's where they should be. Oh, you're down on the media. Well, the ones that go out there for the most part. You're down on the people that cover the Super Bowl. Not all of them. There's some that deserve to be there. There's some that just, they let anybody in. Hmm. Well. <laughs> Fawk were able to find the friends. Another fun week? house. Joe Our favorite Cassidy. account. Joe Cassidy, did you say? No, he just did a Joe Cassidy. Hmm. Oh. Oh, it's Keisha yeah. Gray. Keisha Gray, whoever it was. I'll send your emails, and by the way, Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Buck Swoop and Hold It and Groins are tied at one apiece mm. so far this month. Are you That's talking to the Super Bowl? The radio Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, we ready? Yeah. Uh, but we'll do a little bit of everything. We'll do a couple things. Uh, definitely we haven't overloaded the shows with a bunch of, uh, you know, just a parade of uh, players. Because, listen, that's what, that's what this has become. It's become an economy of players who want to get paid to hawk products and that's what they do and they just line up and hawk products well you know we're not very much into that stuff so uh that's not what we're going to be about as we uh get ready to hit uh atlanta so we'll try to see what other interesting things we can kind of hook on to
buddy of mine turned me on to this product. I tried it for like three or four months, and I noticed the difference, and I've been taking it ever since. And they just line up and hawk products. Well, you know we're not very much into that stuff, so. X-Tech, you wear these, you wear these guys yet? Man, yeah, man, I, I switched out my pants last year. And they just line up and hawk products. Well. You know we're not very much into that stuff, so. What do you got going on now? Okay, today I'm partnering with uh, Genesis. Um, I got to drive this car for about two weeks. It's man. a nice it's looking a, it's car. It's a G70. It's a nice they looking car. They got G80s, G90s. And they just line up and hold products. Well, <laughs> you know we're not very much into that stuff, so. All right, tell yeah. me what you're talking about, well, you guys. Uh, we're talking about Pure Sports Recovery. And they just line up and hold products. Well. You know we're not very much into that stuff, so. Tell me about this thing you got going on. Oh, my, your son, your, your kids are going to love this. Yeah, because I know they play their buddies, and they, I didn't even realize, uh, Merrill, that there was mad money, and they play each <laughs> other, and I didn't even realize this stuff went on, to be honest. And they just line up and hawk products. Well, you know we're not very much into that stuff, so. All right, what's going on? What do you got going on here? Well, um... I'm representing Aztec Pass. Oh, yeah, I know them well. Yeah. I know the guys well from New Jersey. From yeah, they're my, from New Jersey. Up, um, up in my neck of the woods, so yeah, I know them Bob well. Broderick and yeah. Jack Merritt. Um, and they just line up and hawk products. Well, you know we're not very much into that stuff, so. All right, talk about Nutrisys for a minute. You're always well, uh, doing a Nutrisys stuff. I see so, everywhere. So it's been, yeah, yeah. No, we've been doing uh, that a long time. It's been over 10 years now, and... Uh, and they just line up and hawk products. Well... <laughs> You know we're not very much into that stuff, so. Go to Macy.com. That's the website at Macy, M-A-C-I.com. Good to see you, as always, Salman. Good Thank to you. See you, Pleasure to talk to you. Thanks Thanks for having there it is. Radio Row giving you. Uh, no, we're not about that. You know we're not going to do that. Uh, Harris's brother, Master, not happy with me. This clip is terrible and not funny. Who picks these idiotic clips? Hey, it is funny. I thought it was funny. This guy hates his life. <laughs> Must have just had a fight with his wife right before he left for his miserable job, and now he's banty. I think the media can't resist the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. They may even be have their hotels comped. They can't resist a, a week in Vegas or L.A. or Miami or wherever the game is played. And then there's there's no material there except for old players hawking I products. It. I get it. What else are they gonna? Who else are they gonna talk about? No. I mean, the teams aren't gonna provide you players. To, sit down and talk with you. Well, the two times I went, I didn't have the luxury of people lining up all these interviews in ahead of time. I had to go fight for my interviews. And go... Is this when you revolutionized for, the yeah. producer business? That sounded like a cut that, like, uh, Jason Barrett would play. <laughs> <laughs> I had well, to fight for my interviews. Not, not literally fight, but, you know, you get there and you run into people and uh, you say, you know, hey, I heard you got uh, such and such. Can we get her on? And you got to line these things up. And okay, I can put you down for 740, whatever. And I forgot. I forgot which athlete it was that we had him on. And I saw that they were at a table down there. So I went to the person who was handling just to say, you know, we're next. Um, we're down here. And as we're walking down, um, Jim Rohn's producer comes in and, and just, oh hey, hey, yeah. Jim Rome's, whatever his name was, Travis. Uh, yeah, we're right here. So can we grab you for a few minutes? I said, what are you doing? I said, she's coming to our table. We have her lined up. Yeah, but we're Jim Rome. We're right here. We're going we're gonna to do it. I said, you're not doing her. She's coming down here, and you don't just walk around and act like you're some big S. You're going to grab whoever you want. So I got into an argument with him. And she, we did the interview. And you win again. You didn't get her. <sighs> okay. But that's, that's what it used to be like back in mm -hmm. the day. Is you had to fight for these people. You would people. see somebody coming yeah. down the, the, you know, carpet, going through Radio Row, and you people just go grab them. Mm -hmm. hey, can we get it? Can we get you? 
was who, a madhouse. Who was this person you were fighting? I over? can't remember who it was. When you say she, it makes me think maybe yeah, you were at the Avian Awards. I think it was a girl, but I don't remember. But that's that's how it used to be. Now, yeah. you know, Joe Rod is, goes down every year, but he lines all this stuff up ahead of time. And I think I helped him out with that because I used to yeah. get all these people thinking I was still going down there, and people would send me, uh, Kenny, we have such and such available the Super Bowl. You're going to be there, blah blah blah. And I would just send them to Joe Rod. Mm -hmm. And once you get a, once you get a report with these people, I mean, all your well, interviews are lined up before you get to touch me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's just a behind the scenes of how the Super Bowl used to work. And Joe Rod probably has dinner reservations every night at the Fritter Emporium. <laughs> yeah, or he's staying at the Luxor. Well, you come home back with black mold disease. <laughs> Great story, moron. Throw that in the never tell again file. There's a file that's called never tell again. Well, I'm sure that somebody's going to say, yeah, I heard that thing three times. I, I've heard that one before, but it's not a bad story. And I don't mind hearing the stories the second or third I time. I wish I remember who the uh, yeah. person was. I don't know if it was a celebrity or if it was an athlete. I don't remember who it was. Harmalagra, tequila listener of the year, Stephen Wildwood, says over under is five on this story. Buck, how many times have we heard it? That's mm. from Chairman Stephen Wildwood. Well, somebody else just said they never heard it before. Don't tell it again. So <laughs> I, at least somebody, somebody knew got to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> It's a treat to hear any of the stories. Has anyone ever been better at their job than Ken is at his? That's from Tervis Parish. <laughs> I don't know of anybody offhand. I can't think of anybody. No, I don't. What These are 100% veiled insults at Joe Roderick. That's from the 480. Are you no, it's not. Shots you still Joe upset Rod? that he snored when you shared a room with him? <laughs> that was four years ago. That's not a veiled shot. Takes a while to get over sleep apnea. Joe Rod does a good show down there. But I'm just saying that all these things are lined up ahead of time nowadays. It didn't used to be like that. He'll be down there with the claves online, I guess. Maybe you could have set it up ahead of time, but you just didn't know it when you were there. No, they weren't setting things up ahead of time. Maybe you didn't know it. You would get there and you see a list of people that are going to be available this week, and you'd have to reach out and find the promoter who was doing it, or who was handling it, and then try to get your name in there. If you're doing a morning show, we're on between 7 and 10, blah, blah, blah. But now you do it all through email like a month before. Yeah. Hey, Marshall Falk's going to be there. And he did he did promote avocados one year. Maybe uh, it stops some of the scrapping between you producer types. Well, I think that's probably it. Yeah. They didn't want these guys just walking down the... You were ready to throw down. I remember one year Barrett walked down and nobody wanted to talk to him. No one knew who he was. You He's think not... he could have licked any of those other producers? Barrett, Barrett was actually walking down the... I mean, in between all the tables... Anybody want me? I'm talking. Nobody, nobody grabbed him. <laughs> nobody knew who he was. <laughs> Doug James Carlton is in the building, so we're going to break here. Okay. We're going to bring in our uh, sponsor. We'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Sneezins is Pleasins. Jackson and I are going to have a balloon party on 101 ESPN at 10, and then we're going to have a QFDA party. I uh, actually have a sales meeting at 11.15, Jackson, so maybe like at 12.15 approximately. Cool, that works? Okay, I don't know. All right, uh, so that's what we got coming up. There it is. This is TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen.